Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we've come to the conclusion of the first Grand Slam tournament of 2023, the Australian Open. And I don't know about you all, but Bryce, I enjoyed this Australian Open, brother. I really enjoyed all of the different matches, the different storylines. This has really been a crazy Australian Open. How how have you kind of enjoyed this Australian Open, my man? You know, all of the upsets and the craziness that was going on uh, made it very interesting. Uh, because if anybody out there predicted who the four semifinalists were going to be on the men's and the women's side, hmm. y'all need to go to Vegas. <laughs> because... <laughs> But, you know, but that was great for the growth of the game. We've talked so much about the big names in the game kind of leaving and moving on or evolving or whatever the verbiage we're using. Um, But, you know, this new crop of people and you and I, Isaac, because we follow tennis at a very detailed level. Yes. You know, these names were not new. To us, but I think to your casual fan, this this was the first time they were really being exposed to a a JJ Wolf and a Ben Shelton and you know the like. So I think it was we continue to be in this transitionary type of phase in terms of the names that we're following in the game. Absolutely, a lot of different names definitely came out of the woodworks for this Australian Open and. I tell you what, Bryce, it was great to see. And it was also wonderful to see so many Americans do well in this tournament. It was, it yes. was awesome, right? I mean, come on now. D- yeah, they showed I, out. They did. And I think I saw this morning that we now have 10 American men in the top 50. Right? I mean, and, that is insane. Yeah, and I think they said we haven't had that since, like, 1995. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Remember, we were talking not too long ago about, yeah, the American women are doing it, but what's up with the men? When you say 10 in the top 50, you know, you that's what? That's 20%. That, I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> it's in, it really is incredible. Um, I mean, just to have those types of numbers and they are pushing one another and really just playing some outstanding tennis. It is so great to see. Right. Yes, sir. So let's talk about how this insane tournament um, (laughs) ended up. And you know how we like to do, we like to go in reverse order. So, you know, let's start with, you know, the mixed doubles. Yes. And, you know, For anybody that's been following tennis for for uh, a decent amount of time, I mean, Sonia Mirza has been um, she's been a little bit like a, an Ans Jabur, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a top player from India, an amazing, an amazing doubles player. She had announced that this was, you know, her final major that she was going to play. She was playing with veteran uh, Bopana. 
and they made it all the way to the finals. And Isaac, I wanted them to win so bad. <laughs> As did I, brother. As did I. It would have been the perfect way to go out on top for both of them, actually. Because Bob says he's not going to be playing too much longer either because he's mm-hmm. in his 40s. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, Stefani and Matos. Yeah. I mean, they they got the job done. They're Brazilian, I believe. Yes. And um, 7662, uh, but uh, acknowledge a great career that Asanya Mirza has had. 100%, man. It was so good seeing her out in the courts. I mean, we, we, we saw her, you know, playing in a couple different tournaments. So to see her make it to the finals in her, you know, final Grand Slam appearance, that was really special. So even though she didn't get the, the title, she at least made it to the last dance. She did. She did. So uh, shout out to you. Keeping it moving. Uh, let's talk about the women's doubles now. Yeah, I, I, I know we had big hopes after Coco and Pagula uh, got stole on in singles um, <laughs> that I was hoping, you know, that they would at least make the finals against the team that we knew was going to win. Right. Um uh, but they actually lost in the semifinals to uh, Anya Mama and Shabahara. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, but that was still a good result for them, you know. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. And lest we forget, folks, that Ayama and Shabahara were the number two doubles team. I believe as as early as last year, if not 2021. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they are some scrubs that just came out the woodworks. Right. They have been they've been putting in work. They've been there. So I think it's just they had a bit of a dip. So their ranking dropped. But they apparently are showing that, hey, we still got that fire and uh, we're going to take it out on you, Coco Golf and you, JP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't be thinking you're going to just step over us and uh, get to this final. That ain't exactly. going to happen. <laughs> But I tell you what, who really got that fire? Well, is Krachikova and Siniakova. And on. look, like they said, this was number seven, their seventh major. Mm-hmm. They have won. Mm-hmm. With them being, you know, fairly young. Yeah. You'd have to say, you know, like that fourteen that Venus and Serena have won mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is attainable. It's that attainable. T- that 20 that Mar- Martina Navratilova and Pam Shriver have won is attainable. Absolutely. Uh, so they just continue to get it done and just without a doubt are the number one women's doubles team on the planet. Absolutely. I mean, they, 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 you know, they showed up and they showed out and they continue to do it. And like you said, I think if they continue their partnership, because you've got so much, you know, you know, ebbs and flows with some of the other doubles teams i don't know that i see anybody really being able to challenge them right yep can't stop I, won't stop can't stop won't stop <laughs> i agree i agree with them and, and i they are definitely my well i was about to say they're my favorite team i mean i love pagula and uh coco of course but um but when you're talking about a dominant team i don't know how you can't love them Right. And, and and here's what I'm going to say on, on this. And I probably am going to get smacked up by, by some <laughs> folks, but I'm just going to put it out there. Coco and Pagula, we love y'all, but, but we, we got we got to we got to expect more from you both because you're way too talented 
to fall short like this. And it's becoming a bit more of a norm. And particularly for me, it it, it, it doesn't feel right. So right. y'all got to be able to step through and get one of these one of these majors and 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 just get it done. I mean, because I I realize y'all started the year off well, but again, you ended the year in not so good a form at the year-ending championships in right. both doubles and singles. Right. And then for y'all to go out the way you did in the Australian Coco, not using the right, in my opinion, um, strategy against Ostapenka and and Pagula just, whew, I, it, and it's hard because, you know, you're going against Azarenka. She's two-time champion, but, ooh. Right. I mean, come on now, you're number three in the world. So we've got to step up and and get through some of these matches. So with that said, I'm going to get off of them because I love them, but we got to have some hard love for them too. Uh, yeah. And as you're getting off, let me get on for a minute because <laughs> there's no doubt, obviously you and I love both of them, especially Coco Golf. Yes. And, and Coco for her age and what she's done is nothing short of miraculous. Right. Absolutely. But that being said, you, me and the lady in the corner all know that Coco's forehand yeah. is a weakness. And yep. you and and I hate it when you see the other player when they need to go someplace. Mm-hmm. That's where they go and they continually get rewarded for it. Right. And so shout out to her dad or her coaches or whoever it is. But almost like remember when Tiger Woods changed his swing? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And, yep. And, and you know, and he he had he had to take some L's yep, yep. for a minute, but then he came back strong once he got it right. I feel like it's so early in Coco's career. They've got to make that break now. I you know, agree. like Coco, you probably going to take some L's here over the next six months. But this is we're playing the long game here mm-hmm. because if they don't fix that loopy, shanky forehand, yep. that's going to always prevent her. From getting those wins in the semifinals and the finals of the majors, because she's going to be playing against somebody who's going to know how to take advantage of that. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah, I, I, there's so much more I I definitely want to say on this. I know we'll talk about it more once we get to the women's side of the draw, because to me there is an exact example of somebody that changed their changed their mindset, changed their their form. And mm-hmm. ended up being rewarded. It took them all of 2022 to do it, <laughs> but guess what? They lifted up a Grand Slam title. Right, exactly. And we'll get we'll get to that when we go through the women's draw <laughs> in a minute, right? So we'll keep it moving. Yes. And Isaac, I, I'm gonna speak for you here. This next event had to be the feel good story for oh, us in this tournament. Though? Come on now. And we're talking about men's doubles and. Once again, for the second year in a row, we have a wild card team from Australia. Because remember last year, it was Kokonakis and Kyrgios. That's okay. Yeah. And this year, it was Hijikata, Hijikata and Kubler. And they beat Mies and Zelensky. And we have a special connection there because we interviewed Hijikata back at the end of 2021 when he won the Calabasas championships in singles. So we had no idea at that time that we were interviewing a future <laughs> men's doubles 
Grand Slam uh, champion. Uh, what did you think about that tremendous result that they had? Oh, man. So, so excited and happy for Hichikata, man. Uh, Rinky. 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 Good job, Rinky. Um, just, you know, the fact that we met this young man on the Challenger circuit, you know, just his, you know, the, the fire that he showed on the court when he ended up winning that Challenger that we met him at, to see him then advance so far to be able to get a Grand Slam title in men's doubles is, is phenomenal. And I'm yes. just so very proud of him. Great job, Rinky. Great job. And for people that weren't paying attention, they had never played together before. <laughs> right? Crazy. I mean, Crazy. They, this was a matchup that came at the start of the tournament. So obviously, fingers crossed, they make a commitment to play together for the rest of the year. I certainly hope so, because I think it bodes well for them to honestly reach the year-ending championships. I mean, you've already got collected the first Grand Slam of the year. Yep. Hey, keep it going. Keep it going. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. So congratulations to those guys. We're very, very happy uh, for them. Yes. All right, Isaac, we're going to turn it over to you. You were just talking about this a few minutes ago. So, you know, we had the women's final yes which was big fab sabalenka yes against rabakana the reigning wimbledon champion who showed azarenka what time it was <laughs> in the semifinals yes she did. um and actually she took the first set but then what happened after that well Bryce, first and foremost, first and foremost, let me just say this. This was one of the best women finals we have seen <laughs> in a long, long time. I don't know about you. I don't know about the listeners, but I thoroughly enjoyed this final on so many levels. Because you like big babe tennis. I love me some <laughs> big babe tennis. And these ladies brought all of that. And then some, they were like, here, we brought, we brought snacks with us because <laughs> it's going to be good y'all. Cause right. Tabaleka came out the gates and she double faulted. And then she was like, wait a minute, I am not trying to go out. Like, I'm not trying to start like this. Let right. me go ahead and, and get my mind right. Boom, ace, boom, ace, boom. And I was like, all right, go ahead, big Sab. <laughs> But then uh, Layla Rabakina was like, yo, sis, am I scared of you? I got that serve, too. Boom, right. Ace, boom. And I was like, yo, these women are coming out the blocks. I said, right. yes. And long story short, y'all, they played magnificent tennis, in my opinion. Big babe tennis, going for your shots, hitting the majority of them. They fin Both of them finished the match with more winners than unforced errors. Phenomenal. Yeah. And let us just really talk about that last game, Bryce. I, man, I, I get chills even thinking about it because Sab, Big Sab, Sabalenka has been mm -hmm. known for not being able to show up mentally in choking. those crucial, uh, choking basically in those important moments. And mind you, she gets into that set where she's serving for it. You know, she gets to ad side. And, you know, she double faults. I think she double faulted one of the, the championship points. Um, and, and just all these things are happening. And championship point is going and going. I think she had three or four of them. And I'm sitting here like, if she don't close out this game, <laughs> this, this, it might be real, real, real tight on her. Not only for the rest of the tournament, but for like the rest of the year in her career. Right. For, for Sabalenka to show that much mental fortitude. 
And to be able to close out that match, Bryce, bro, when she fell on the ground and started crying, I have to tell you, I got a little misty. I did. Right, I did. Because right. I was just like, that's what I'm talking about, Big Sab. That's how you stay in there. And that's how you get it done. That's what you do. And I was just so, so happy and so proud of her. And mind you, listeners, we love Rabakina. Yes. That, do not do not get it twisted. Bryce yes. and I have been on the Rabakina train since oh, wow. she showed up for a long time. Yeah. So it's not that we are against Rabakina, and I wasn't against Rabakina, but I honestly I wanted to see Sabalenka get over that hurdle and beat these mental challenges, and she did just that. It was phenomenal. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed that match, Bryce. And you know, going into this match, I was prepared to be happy for whoever won. Right. If Rabakina won, I wanted her to get her full glory of winning a slam because, you know, the the whole Wimbledon thing is, you know, a little yeah. funny with the suspensions and the no points and all that right. kind of stuff. Right. But, um, but I was also going to be very happy for Big Fab because I wanted her to get the monkey off her back. Right. And, and I think this is going to be a positive thing for both of them, because with Sabalenka and we've seen this happen many times when somebody has that monkey on their back and they finally get it off. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go on a tear then. on a tear. And yep. I'm going to be very interested to see if Sabalenka, because, you know, Iga, she's looking a little <laughs> fragile. She's looking a little fragile. A little bit. Even though she's still like 20,000 points above anybody else in the rankings. <laughs> right. She ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see if Sabalenka can build on this win. Yes. The other thing is, even though Rabakina didn't win, I think just even making it to another major final kind of helped support that Wimbledon win. Yes, it did. Absolutely. So, so now she's been in the final of two of the last three majors. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, and did, did you hear the little controversy they had about her coach and, and people getting upset about how it looked like how he was talking to her from the stands yeah. during the match? Yeah. yeah. And, and all I remember is, you know, when remember we met her, them in the yes. airport yep. in Cincinnati when we were going from the Western Southern to the U.S. Open and, you know, went over and spoke to him and took pictures with him and all that. And they see, and actually they sat like right across from me on the plane. Mm-hmm. They seemed to have a very good relationship. And so I was so glad when she came out to the press and said, Y'all keep all this talk to yourselves. We good. (laughs) We good. We getting the results. He's known me longer than any of y'all have known me. I would never be with anybody that disrespects me. And what apparently what we're doing is working. Thank you. It it definitely is. Exactly. It's definitely working. So and and I, I, too, like you said, was glad to hear kind of her put a put a lot of that to bed because it was beginning to kind of build into a storyline of oh is he mistreating her or is he you know disrespecting her right and and for her to come out and be like yo you know let's let's bring this down um i i thought that that was very good to hear because like you said we saw them in the airport they seem very very you know a good good close relationship so yeah i i and, and, you know, as a coach and a player, some, you, you've you got to be tough. You've got to be tough. Right. And, yeah, maybe he goes a little bit negative at times, but apparently that's how they work. And right. again, like you said, it's working. 
So as long, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. There you go. So shout out to you, Sabalenka. Um, I will be very interested to see what you do for the rest of the year. Yes. Yes. Go Big Sam. All right now. <laughs> I know, right? Here we go. Now what I was trying to. Go ahead. Uh, okay. No, no, you go. You go ahead. No, no, no. It's it's like, what do you say? I mean, what do you say? It's it's. This is his tournament. I mean, yep. you know, it, it. Simply put, he 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 got up in there, and Novak Djokovic basically said, "Y'all must have forgot." <laughs> <laughs> but I got nine of these. Yep. And I'm pretty good here. I'm pretty good here. Even with a toe up leg, leg don't feel right. MRI scan showing blah, blah, blah. It, it don't matter. I This is my spot. And it's going to take a, a very big effort in order for you to take me out of my spot. Right. And unfortunately, and not unfortunately, because I'm not going to say that. Kudos to Djokovic for getting it done. I mean, like Absolutely. I said, you know, and, and we'll be very transparent, y'all. Djokovic isn't one of our, you know, he's we, we don't fanboy over Djokovic uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh-uh. But what that man does in between the lines, it is it is to be respected. It yep. is not to be toyed with. Djokovic is a beast, y'all. He is a beast. And yep. he just proved it by getting 10 Grand Slams at the Australian Open. 10 singles Grand Slams at the Australian Open. It, that is ridiculous. Yep. And, you know, and on the other side of the net, you have Cece Paz, who, mm-hmm. you know, has long been touted as part of the next gen that's coming through. And, you know, and he's done very well. I mean, yeah. Yeah. but he has not broken through yet like some thought he would. And all the although there were times in this match that he played really well. Yeah. Right. I mean, it wasn't like he went out there and embarrassed himself, but I'm going to say on him kind of like what I said on Coco. Yeah. For me, with Cece Pass, and although he hit some good backhands, Djokovic knew whenever he needed, mm-hmm. he could go to that backhand and he would have the advantage. Right. And he actually used a strategy of, well, I'm going to go to your forehand. Mm-hmm. For, right, because everybody been talking about how you you've been cracking it this week, you know. <laughs> let's so, see what you got. <laughs> yeah, let's see what you got. But guess what? If you hitting it too good, guess where I'm going? Yep, go right back to that backhand. And that backhand that he has, and I think the reason it works so well on clay, and I've said this many times before, is because he has the time to hit it. Correct. On the faster surfaces, it's a, it's a bunch of problems to me for it. With it, number one, he's he doesn't go down the line enough with it. Correct. It's, it's kind of always cross court. Number yep. two, like Coco's forehand, it's a bit loopy. Yes. You know, too loopy, too loopy. Yeah. yeah. And when you and when you have a laser backhand like Djokovic, yep, that's a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup, absolutely. Um, and I wanted him to win, of course. Uh, yep. but uh, I think unlike Big Sab. Uh, you know, I think his quest <laughs> is definitely going to continue. Um, and his best shot still may be the French. Right. Even though. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's the thing, though, is I feel like 
it's 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 gonna be tight on him only because of course you got Nadal. Nadal is right. is the French. Um right. but even if Nadal has a hiccup, we saw it a couple of years ago. You still then got Djokovic there. Mm-hmm. And Djokovic is a better player than Sissipas on clay at this point in time. And then also let's not forget you've got a young man named Carlos Alcaraz who's now in the mix who could definitely take out CC Pass. I mean, CC Pass talking about, ooh, I want to grow up and be like him. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and and let's, and let's not also forget about a certain young man named Felix, who I still feel like Felix's best surface because of the same things with Steph. I think he gets more time to hit mm-hmm. his shots on clay. They're heavier. And to me, I think Felix will end up being even a better player on clay than Steph. And let's not forget, I think on clay, Casper Rude would get up on. Ooh, yes. Let's not forget Ca- Casper. Yes. <laughs> right. Casper's like, wait a minute. I, I, I made it to two major finals <laughs> last year. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Ooh, it might be tight on Sissy Paz getting him a slam in the near term. I do believe that he will definitely finish his career with a grand slam. Oh, maybe yeah. even a couple. Right. But I just don't know, Bryce, if he's going to get one in the immediate term. I really don't. You may be right. <laughs> yeah. I, Because I'm going to tell you what, Bryce. I, and, you know, going back to Djokovic. And again, you know, got to respect him for what he does between the lines. I honestly believe he's about to he's about to get turned up. And don't let him get don't let don't let him be able to play the U.S. Open. I, I, just, I, I, I really believe I, I don't see anybody stopping him from getting another Wimbledon. I really don't. I don't think right. anybody's game on grass is tight enough to be able to no. compete with him in five sets. So I'm I already going to give him Wimbledon. But if they open up U.S. Open for him and he plays. I believe he will win it and I will believe I believe he will be going into the Australian Open trying to get either 25 or 26 Grand Slams. As ridiculous as that sounds. Well, you know what? Here's what's really scary. Think about it. He's number one right now, right? Mm-hmm. With zeros for Indian Wells, Miami, yeah. Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open. Right? Come on. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> With so zeros ridiculous. for all of those. So zeros. If, so if he doesn't even play mm-hmm. any of those. He's already number one without him. Without him. That's right. Competing with Steffi for the for the number of weeks longest, I mean, of all time, of any female or male. Right. Right. Crazy. Well, we've always said he was probably going to end up the most accomplished. Right. Out of the three, because it means the most to him. Correct. Correct. You know, uh, and that's what drives him. And, and yep. he's good enough. That's it. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think by the time it's all said and done, unless this next we we have some because remember he was taking some L's last year from some other people. Um, But unless there's somebody in this next gen that really consistently is denying him because Medvedev has fallen off. Right. You know, Alcaraz is not as healthy and none of the other ones have, you know, shown that they can consistently do it against Djokovic. He may end up with what the kids say, all the records, <laughs> all the records. Exactly. All of them. 
all of them. <laughs> crazy. It's yeah. crazy, y'all. So, so, you know, hesitantly, but with all due respect, shout out to Novak Djokovic. Great job. I mean, great yeah. job. I, that's all we can say. <laughs> I, exactly. Exactly. So, so wrapping it up, you know, Isaac, what was the highlight for you in these past two weeks? You know, Bryce, and I think you'll be of the same mindset. I, it has to be the American um you know, surge that we saw, um, just all of the great play, you know, shout out to Tommy Paul. So proud of you for making it to the semis. We, we know Tommy Paul, he's just a great, great young man, great spirit, great, nice, just nice young man. Um, so kudos to him, but also Ben Shelton first Australian open getting out there. Like anybody's got another y'all. What? And honestly, yeah. That match against J.J. Wolf probably was the best match for me in the mm-hmm. two weeks. Yes. And shout out to J.J. Wolf. Love us some J.J. Wolf. He's from Bryce's hometown, Cincinnati, represent. Yeah. <laughs> that natty, that 513. Yes, sir. 513. Don't get it twisted. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Bryce, so many great stories. Even Jensen Brixby had a great, great turn. Unless we oh. forget uh, 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 Corda. Quarter guy yep. over there and he showed, and showed out. out and he was like, "Excuse me, ain't nobody scared of you, Hubie? Ain't nobody scared of you, <laughs> uh, uh, Daniil Medvedev? Nobody scared of you." <laughs> Look, the Americans were like, "We not trying to play." Right. It was wonderful, bro. It was one. So that was my storyline. Sorry to hog the hog the time, but yeah, the Americans did their thing this Australian Open. Yeah, no, and, and I'm right there with you because mine was just a subset of that. And mm-hmm. I was going to say the highlight for me was the Blake Shelton, J.J. Wolf match because you had everything. You had contrast and styles. You had Americans. You had black versus white. Mm-hmm. You had, um, you know, really a glimpse of a potential rivalry. Yep. Yep. For the future. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I think... Oh, I think if the two of them play doubles together, that would be a lot to deal with. Might be something to think about. Quietly, I want to see him and Chris Eubanks play doubles. Oh, that would be mean. All that height. That's a lot. Yeah, That's a lot of power. (laughs) Because I tell you what, that serve, (laughs) well, really both of them. I mean, J.J. Wolf got a serve, too. Well, that's true. But that, but Ben serve. Yeah. That's the kind of serve that wins your matches. Oh yeah, I mean he's got a curios esque serve. I mean literally, it's 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 very easy power. He he can hit his spots, and he he got the advantage of having that leftiness about it. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's just we love lots both of, of those guys, and yes. like you said, lots and lots of upside. So yes, sir. Well, anyway, we're gonna wrap this up because we're gonna get ready to go jump on IG Live and continue this conversation a little more, but. We definitely wanted to make sure that you knew to go to our Instagram site. We have, courtesy of our BOT fam, Paul, we have an Australian Open gift bag with merch of a, t- of a, of a shirt and headband and a tote bag and a keychain. So if you are interested in winning that gift bag, Go out to our Instagram page. There are instructions out there on how you can enter. 
and we will be announcing the winner of that in about a week. Yes, sir. It'll be good, y'all. Get engaged. Any, yes. Any final words from you, dear sir? No, no, my friend. Just thanks, everyone. And uh, we uh, we appreciate you. All right. Well, everyone, hope that you enjoyed the Australian Open as much as we did. Uh, but we will be back at you here um, in these upcoming weeks. And the next big event coming up is Indian Wells. So you'll hear us talking a lot about that in the next couple of weeks. So enjoy the smaller tournament uh, tennis across the next two weeks. And we'll be back at you next week. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, be well. <laughs>